0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Becoming Resilient Podcast with yours truly, Patricia Russell. I'm delighted to be with you on episode 10. We're into double digits, guys. And for those of you who have been on the ride with me, I want to thank you for subscribing, for sharing, and um, for listening in. And I trust that you have been able to share this with somebody else who may be going through a cancer journey or through a challenge where they wanna have a conversation because that's what this is about. Conversations with a cancer conqueror and your diagnosis is not your prognosis. That's what I want you to know, that your diagnosis is not does not determine your prognosis. And I want you to know that from somebody who has had a few diagnoses well, and because I knew what the doctor said, But I also believe that there was going to be a better outcome. And so in these conversations, my desire is for you to remember that every challenge, every experience is an opportunity for us to develop resilience and to become more resilient. Because I do believe that resilience is a muscle and it is strengthened by the challenges that we face. So you may have asked this question or may you, you may have had this statement come to your mouth or come to your mind, but I'm tired, but I'm tired. I know that during the journey or the, from the diagnosis to going through the treatment um, to being at home or being in a place of healing, you can get tired and you can get weary and yes, you can get discouraged. And to be frank and to be honest, you sometimes just feel like throwing in the towel and giving up. I understand what that is. As a matter of fact, as I'm speaking to you right now, I am going through a challenge. I'm going through a bit of frustration because we thought that something was going to be was going to happen quickly. And now it's dragging out and we're wondering, Lord, did we hear you right um what did we do wrong or did we do anything wrong what's the situation um what's up and those are just some of the questions that i've had to you know say to the lord and ask him um numerous of times and then as i've done that i've had to also turn to his word to find some encouragement so you might be saying i'm tired this is really this really stinks. This really ekes. And I'm really weary. Well, I want to share with you an incident in a book, a historical document, where there was a man who, he was a soldier. He was an army guy. He had fought battles. He had fought in wars. He had overcome them until one day it came to his home. One day the enemy came to his home, his place and tore up his house, tore up his property, took everything away from him, took people that he loved dearly, kidnapped them. And when he looked around at the situation, it was devastating. Everything was gone, burnt to the ground. His children, his wife was taken, completely gone. And the Bible where this historical record is recorded in was about King David. He wasn't the King at this time, but he was pretty frustrated because this guy's been on the run for a very long time. He was told that he was going to be King. And then the person that he was serving, which was King Saul was coming after him. And now He's in a place where he had set up camp, life was good, but the enemy came in and took everything away from him. And what I love about scripture is that it tells us exactly how David was feeling. David was so torn up like you might be right now. He was asking questions like you might be right now but it doesn't fall short of telling us exactly how he expressed himself. The guy was so overwhelmed that he cried. As a matter of fact, let me tell you how he cried because it was so exasperating. It was so loud, but it was truly how he felt. And according to the message version in 1 Samuel chapter 30, it says David and his men burst out in loud wails they wept and wept until they were exhausted with weeping did you get that they wept and wept until they were exhausted with weeping his wives had been taken prisoner along with the rest his and suddenly david was in even worse trouble because not only is he realizing that his possessions and his people had been taken away, had been captured. But then guess what? There was talk among the men, bitter over the loss of their families of stoning him. They were so teed off with David. They were so angry. He didn't take them, but they were in his care. They were on his property. They were part of his family that they lost their wives, their children, their families, their possessions had been taken also. So this comes as a double whammy. You're feeling pain because of your loss, but you're also stressed because you're carrying the loss of somebody else. Now, you're probably wondering, well, that was David. What does that have to do with me? Because you're feeling pain right now. And because of your diagnosis, because of your situation, I'm sure that there are effects in other areas of your life. I'm sure there are other people who are helping, who are having to do things that you are not able to do right now. There might be other people stepping into commitments that you have made that you're supposed to be carrying. And maybe they're frustrated too. Could it be that they're complaining? You might be in a situation where people are having to do things for you, shop for you take you to their appointments. And maybe they have indicated that they're tired too. So what do you do? What do you do when you're in this kind of a predicament? Well, what describes this? You're stressed. And David was so distressed. The scripture says that he was so distressed. He was so overwhelmed that they cried. Have you ever cried so loud that you can, all you hear is noise, that it's so loud that it wakes up everybody else in the house. That you have neighbors tapping on your door saying, are you okay? They wailed so loud that, and so hard until there was nothing left to weep for. They were so overcome. So I want to tell you that there is somebody else that can relate to that. I've cried myself. I've wept. I've been so frustrated that I'm just wondering where is this answer coming from? And it feels very distressing. I want to read from my book Stronger Resilience. One of my co-authors who was diagnosed with sickle cell and she was a child when she had to go in for treatment. And before her mom left the hospital that evening after being with her, she had to leave And she had to go and prepare for her shift work. Remember, I said there are other people that might be helping you walk through this journey, and they also have to take care of other responsibilities. Well, that was true for her too. But her mom taught her how to pray. She said, she taught me how to pray every time I would experience pain. Just pray, Ash, that the Lord will have mercy on you. My mom knew the healing and merciful love of Jesus, and she shared that with me. That night, as the needle pierced my skin, I prayed silently, Lord, have mercy, as tears welled up in my eyes. Are the tears welled up in your eyes right now? Have you been crying? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you saying, I'm tired of this? How long is this going to go on? When is my change going to come? When am I going to be able to shout from the rooftops that um, I'm cancer free, that I'm debt free, that I'm married, that my children are back in order, that I've gotten through this course? When am I going to be able to have that testimony from this test? Well, what I can tell you is that it's okay to cry. Uh, what I can tell you, that it is okay to be frustrated. What I can tell you is that you will come through this. But what I have to tell you is that, yes, the weeping does endure for a night. I don't know how long your night is going to be, but I do know that joy is going to come in the morning. So what does it mean later on when, you know, after David had cried? the scripture says that he did something very interesting, which is what we have to do as we go through this journey. It says in 1 Samuel verse 30, chapter 30, verse 6, it says, David strengthened himself with trust in his God. He strengthened himself After he had cried his tears, after he had let out all of his frustration, after he had wept till he had no more strength, he turned and he looked within himself and he strengthened himself. What does that mean? It means that he took courage. He decided to get strong. He made a decision after he had let out all of his tears to take courage, to be firm, to encourage himself. He had the right to be angry. I mean, after all, things had been taken from him. People had been taken from him. And he had a cause to want to get angry and to want to get vengeance. But what he did was very interesting. After he cried, he strengthened himself. He had a conversation. He had to talk to himself. He had to say, listen, David, you know, you've been through some hard knocks. Yes, you have. And this might be one of the hardest things that you've experienced. Let it out. You're going to have to cry it out. Great songwriter that you are. Comes a time now where you're going to have to just weep and let it all fall out to God. You're going to have to pour your tears upon the one that you said is your shepherd. You're going to have to just let it rip. And so I want to share with you that there comes a time where, yes, you are frustrated. Just let it rip. Let God hear about your frustration. But then turn around, do what David did, because we're going to learn something from this. David decided to encourage himself. He spoke to himself. He said, Okay, guy, we got to get it together. We have to reflect on what we've gone through in the past. We're still here. You're still here. I know that it's tiring, I know that it's waiting, but you're still here. And I believe that it's at this time where David said, He's brought me through all of these things. He started to reflect and remember what God had done for him in the past. God enabled him to fight the lion. God enabled him to fight the bear. God enabled him to fight Goliath. And he stood in the confidence and he started to remember and reflect on what God had done in the past. And that's what we have to do take the time to reflect, what have I come through in the past? I'm yet here. Reflect and remember and give thanks. Acknowledge and be grateful for what God has brought you through in the past. And because he promised he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you, that he's going to be with you in the present and he's going to be with you in the future. And because God has a great track record, he's not going to leave you by yourself. After he had cried till he could cry no more, after he looked and started encouraging himself and strengthening himself, and even probably, I don't know if he had the words of Nehemiah, where Nehemiah said to the builders who were building, The wall in Jerusalem, they had become discouraged, but he said, the joy of the Lord is your strength. Draw from that joy, draw from that and let that encourage your heart. But as David started to reflect on that, he realized that he's not alone in this thing, that although he's going through this time of pain and this time of fear and this time of frustration, he remembered God. And he went to God, the one who could help him, the only one that could help him in this situation. He ordered Abiathar, the priest, the son of Abimelech, he said, Bring the ephod and let's consult God. And he went to God. So he cried and then he strengthened himself, he took courage, and then he turned to the only one that could help him and he said do i go after these people that have taken these things that have destroyed what what looks like destroyed in my life do i go after them and the answer came go after them yes you'll catch them yes you'll make the rescue another version says yes you will recover all Go after them, you'll recover all. If there's anything that I want to say to you in response to, I'm tired, it's hold on, it's press on, it's refresh and remember what God has done for you in the past. There's a song that I sang on um, my recording called Lord, I Trust You, and it simply says, Lord, And this was my prayer to God, remembering what he had done for me in the past. Lord, I trust you. Though I can't see my way, I trust you when there's no light of day. I trust you because only you know where I'm going. I'm going to trust you. David reaffirmed his confidence in the Lord. And we see that in many of the Psalms that he wrote. He reaffirmed his trust in God. So if you're frustrated with what's happening right now, take time in between those treatments. Take time in between those, I know those ugly bill payments. Take time in between the times where you're frustrated because you can't see the answer coming as quick as you want it, which is where I am right now. And I am feeling a little bit discouraged but I am encouraged by the fact that God knows exactly where I am. I trust him and I'm reminding myself, like David, I'm encouraging myself in the fact that he's got it in control. I want to leave an acronym with you, CAR, CARE, CRY. CRY. Let out your emotions. You have to let, it, let your emotions out. And if that's in the form of tears, tears are liquid words, somebody said. Tears are liquid words, so let them fall. Assess where you are, just like David had to do, and just like I'm having to do. Assess where you are. The situation looks pretty bleak. It looks rough. It looks confusing. The income has been low. Um, You know, the breakthrough that you're waiting for and wanting is not happening the way that you want it to assess where you are. It's okay to look at the situation. And then remember what God has done in the past. Remember and reflect on what God has done in the past. Car, cry, assess, and remember what God has done in the past. But finally, E, encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself As you reflect, you can encourage yourself and say, hey, I'm yet here. Hey, I've got friends. Hey, I've got family. Hey, my finances are low, but I've got something. However you have to do it, and I'm not saying to go out and get an ice cream Sunday, but there may be that feeling. Maybe you want to do that sometimes. It's okay. There's no judgment here. But encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage your heart, remind yourself that this too shall pass, and you are going to become more resilient, stronger resilient as a result of it. If you would like to get a copy of um, my book, it's available by directly inquiring through me, or it is also available on Amazon. Hang tight. We are going to get through this. And I would love to know your story. I'd love for you to email me. Let me know how things are going and how this situation is helping you to become more resilient. So don't forget to share, subscribe, and please drop a note or a comment on how this podcast has encouraged you to move forward. Thanks for joining me again. I'm Patricia Russell. And I'm encouraging you to become resilient. Keep on becoming because it's a process.